What's up, Revelation Wellness family? I'm Aaron, one of the team members here, and I want to thank you for being with us today. We're so excited that we are in the Body Revelation season. Not only can you pre-order Alisa's new book and get access to exclusive bonuses, like the full audio version of the book, but we're spending the next six weeks bringing you special Revving the Words and teachings each week that will walk you through each stage connected to metabolizing pain and into healing. So be sure to swipe up on the show notes for a link to pre-order the body revelation. Let's get ready to dive into stage one with Elisa. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Take a deep breath, inhale through your nose. Exhale out your mouth. Make it audible. I want you to hear your breath on both sides. Inhale. Exhale, quickest way to shift your state of being and your state of mind is take a breath. All right, friend, welcome to today's Revving the Word. I'm smiling, can you hear my smile? Because for the next six weeks, every Monday, or whenever you come and do this weekly, We are going to focus the Revving the Words on the specific themes connected to metabolizing pain. Yes, we are in the Body Revelation season. I love this season because I feel like I get to give you the best of what I've got and what the Lord has taught me and what all my reading and research has taught me about how God has designed our bodies to heal, friends. What you're doing right now is a healing activity. You are partnering with heaven, with heaven's hope. And your body is how heaven gets seen. Your body is a revelation. The word revelation means to know something you could never know. It's outside of you. Revelation is what comes from heaven to earth. You don't get revelation in a self-help book. You don't get revelation in anything that is just regurgitated information, polished up, smooth sayings. That's just information, knowledge, but revelation (laughs) is to get what God has for you. And what he has for you is an embodied life where you carry around every day, all day in your body, hope, peace, joy, love, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. All right. So the next six, we're having the words. We're going to metabolize pain together. Topically, just move our body and talk about the stage where we all, we're going to begin at the same place and work through it. And on Thursdays, you're going to join me again, where I will teach to you from the book, The Body Revelation. 
If you haven't ordered the body of Revelation yet, what are you waiting for? Come on. If I could just entice you with the fact that if you order the book, you get 24 revving the words that are specific to what you will read in the book. So it's like our sweaty Bible study together. Bite-sized, doable. If you've loved any of our other challenges or programs or just revving the word, you're gonna love the book. By the way, if you pre-order now, pre-order now, you get a free audio copy of the book to listen to before the book's even released. Okay, so if you haven't ordered, swipe up on the show notes, what are you waiting for? You still have time. And even if you don't plan on ordering the book, I would love you to be here anyways and go through this with me. It's gonna be good. The best of what I got, the best of heaven that I know so far coming for you. All right, so as we move our body, like I said, you're already shifting your state. I want you to pray. Let's pray. One foot in front of the other. God, here we are. We are grateful. We are able to move and stand up. Thank you, God. Everything begins with gratitude, guys. Revelation comes to gratitude that you've received the breath of life today, opened your eyes. I love one of my friends used to pray all the day, every time, every day, God, thank you for waking me in my right mind. Come on. It's a good way to start the day. So God, we love you. Come, help us metabolize our pain. Help us to be with you. You're always with us, God. But our pain, our hurt, our habits, our hangups keep us from you. So here we are, taking one step at a time, drawing near to you. We draw near to you, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit. Fill us with the fullness of God. Say that with me. Fill me with the fullness of God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Just moderate movement, not breathless. That might be like a two mile per hour to three mile per hour walk or easy jog, guys. Leave room in your head to hear the words I'm saying. The goal is to get in our body and get in touch with what our body is feeling physically and sensationally in order to access the stuck places and get unstuck. Your body and brain are communicating via the nervous system, that electricity running through your body. And as we move our body, we're accessing all parts of it. The body brain, which is the lower part of the brain, 
the emotional brain, which is the limbic part of the brain, and the prefrontal cortex. So good. All right. So on a scale of one to 10, your intensity, I want you to be about a good five to seven, and that's it. Nothing over a seven today, friends. If you get the book, I get real specific with you because we just need to be kind. Just be where we are. Please, if you want to tabata or do something else, go do, go do another grabbing the word. Or you're, you can do that if you want. I, I'm not going to control you, but it is my desire for you that you know that it's enough, that you have enough, that it is enough, that you are enough, that God is muchness. And because he's God, <laughs> he gives good gifts, like waking you up in your right mind. So relax your shoulders, maybe shake your hands a little bit, lift the corners of your mouth. Stage one, in order to get unstuck, process pain constructively, is to first recognize that we are all living and breathing, surviving. Survival. Friends, every human being on the earth today is in stage one, survival. So let's talk about survival today, which means we have to talk about our desire. Desire is the power of the will to live. You have a power of the will to live. It's the reason you're here. Friends, listen to me. If you want to stop living, you can make that happen right now. Hold your breath and don't take another one. Which, to be honest with you, unless you were sedated or under some type of chemical influence, I, I believe your body would naturally fight and take the next breath. This is why people die in an overdose. It numbs their natural ability to live, live. God, our God is so good. He wants you to live, live. Prophesy to these dry bones, live. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God roams the earth right now and prophesies over us, live, live. Yeah, isn't it good? Oh, it's such good news. Y'all, yeah. <laughs> if you're 
If you are saved, if you put your faith in Jesus, this beautiful, merciful God who comes, serves us, takes off his garments of godness, becomes one like us, puts on flesh, walks among us to show us the kingdom, heals, does miracles, disrupts the religious system, dies, killed by his very own. The religious, the Jewish people killed him. The religious people killed him because freedom and love disrupts the survival brain. Come on, God has more for us. He dies and he resurrects, overcomes sin, the grave, and death. Because of Jesus, we can move past just surviving. on let your heart get bigger let your hands reach higher your heart bigger beats survival you're doing it right now good job in psychology the will to live is the drive for self preservation, usually coupled with expectations for future improvement in one's state in life. Do you hear that? This is hardwired into us, guys. God has made you. Stay alive. Stay alive. This is why our body is built in with a lot of safety belts, a lot of seat belts to keep us from walking off the cliff, from running into traffic. There's a lot of things in us. He wants you to survive. And yes, there is an enemy that wants to kill, steal, and destroy. And how does he do this? He has no power to create life. All he can do is take what we want which is God, and twist it for other purposes, which is idolatry, friends. Worshiping anything else but God, serving, giving our highest affection and attention to anything else but God is idolatry. We can do this with money. We can do this with friendships, relationships, our jobs the roles we play, and yes, our body. Recognize you were made for an improvement in your state of life, not just surviving and getting through. You are no longer an orphan, but we're prone 
defeat, feel, and choose in this survival mode. Come on. Come on. Let me ask you this question. Let me get after your survival stage. Why did you press play today? Answer that question. Argue it out, reason it out with the Holy Spirit. Why did you press play today? And ask him to get real honest with you. question what are you wanting what are you seeking deep breath now depending on how you answered those questions will expose your desire and that is a good thing shame off of you if we're going to get our body revelation to hell with shame <laughs> to hell with fear we got to get honest why did you press play today <laughs> if your answer was anything but I want to be with God. I want to know God. If it was anything outside of God, and if it was like, well, I want to get healthy. I want to feel stronger. I want to uh, be good on my promise, my, my New Year's resolution. Listen, notice it splits right there, it splits. Two roads just occurred there. Your desire. One is just, I want to be with God. I want to know what God has to say. I know that when I come here, I'm encountered by God, and I need more of Him. Boom. You're off on one road. That's a good road. That's a good start. If you answered, well, I feel like I have to be here. Um, I really got to get healthy. I really need to improve my, my health. Boom, you went another way. That road, it's not a bad road. It's, a, it's just a less than road. And then the next question, it will start to get fractured a little more. What are you wanting? Well, if you said, I want more of God, I want to be with God. If, if your answer had God in it, <laughs> then what you're wanting, that needs to get wrestled out. Maybe you're wanting him to fix your marriage. Maybe you're wanting him to heal you of a sickness. And hear me, none of that's wrong because you're still on the road with God. That's a co-labor with him. But if you went down the other road, 
your answer, what are you wanting? Let's say you said, change your body or improve your health. But what's behind that? What are you wanting? Probably not to die. Probably some comfort, some strength. And again, nothing wrong with that, but it takes you further away from God. Desire, you were made for the Father's house. Come home to God and bring your body with you. Good job. I'm giving you time to turn the soil up on these Monday podcasts just to move, get honest with the, the journey we're on of transforming, being transformed by God's love. We have to give him something so it can be changed into something. We give him our affections, our attention. And so if you're, listen, if your answer took you off on the wrong road, if you're like, oh yeah, I didn't even have God in the picture, and I don't really feel that truly, that's okay, be honest, then just right now, repent, turn back. It just means return, return, come home, come back here. You see how the Father says, come here. Come. He always looks to you. He's always looking for you. He's always looking at you. His desire is for you. You hear that? This is really important to the stage one. We desire lots of things when only one thing is needed. All the things that have gone uh-huh. in our way and our lives that, that get so filled with so many things. And we yep. say, Jesus, we put you at the center right now. Yeah, all so repent, return back. The There's story. no shame. You all have an enemy that wants you to feel foolish in repentance and going, you I got it wrong. Y'all, you would be says in scripture that heaven stands up and celebrates all of heaven when one one person goes, oh my gosh, I got it wrong. I've been desiring the things of this world. Uh Come back. With those two questions I asked you, why did you press play today? What are you wanting? I would guess that at the, at the root of that, at the root of it, is you want love. 
You want love. You want a love that will never leave, die, betray, violate. A love that is safe. A gift. The gift of human hearts. Come on, the body revelation, the book, and this season is all about we got to deal with the pain. We're not doing too well. We're saying things with our mouth, but our hearts are far from it. I'm here to reconcile us. Myself, you, us, we to he. His great love. Love. Robert Frost said this, love is an irresistible desire to be irresistibly loved. <laughs> Look at me. Oh, listen to me. God loves you. He's always loved you. You love other things because God first loved you. Now just turn that love towards him. You survive, keep going, because you do love your life. You don't want to die. Nobody really wants to die. You have to rob someone of their hope. And that's what the enemy does. If he can rob you of hope, done for, donezo. Right, remember the definition of the will to live? With expectation of future improvement. You will keep living if you believe the future can get better. The future can get better. Come on, the future can get better. because I'm reminded of my mom to whom this book is dedicated because her pain made it difficult for her to love God with all of who she was. She tried her best. And if there was one thing she had, and by the way, if you pre-order the book, you've seen this in the video that comes with it. I share the story of my mom. This is part of my story. It's part of my testimony. And we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And she had such a will to live because she loved really deeply. Problem is, she loved other things. She needed other people to love her because she was never loved fully by those who were supposed to love her here on earth. And so of course she loved Jesus. Of course we do. When there is no other, he is absolutely everything. But we are prone to grab onto Jesus and drag him down the road that we wanna travel, asking him to make other things right. This is what religious people do. And this expectation, unflapping expectation that the future can improve, woo, 
on, y'all. This is how Viktor Frankl and the people who survived the concentration camp did it. Nobody could steal their hope that the future could get better. Come on. Unflappable hope, unwavering faith. And I'm gonna tell this story. When my mom was passing away, she was towards the end of her days with stage four cancer. Listen, that woman believed she was gonna beat it from the moment she was diagnosed with it. Uh-huh, nope, got it. She did all the things. Now, I will say, there's some things she didn't do, some things that broke my heart, and it had to do with her diet. She kept eating the sugary things, and y'all, sugar isn't the devil. Inflammation in our body because of the pain is. But her mindset was still, I'm gonna survive this. I'm gonna live. I got grandkids. My, grand, my kids were her life. <laughs> she loved those kids. And as she began to get sicker and sicker, one day in the mail comes an invitation to my cousin's baby shower. And y'all, she is frail at this time. Things are going in the wrong direction. She opened it up and she read the invitation. Now, me and her did not have a very close relationship. I was hard on her, guys. You'll learn more about that in the book. I was hard on her. But our, our relationship, <laughs> in light of this thing, I'm gonna lose her. It's funny what reality will shake us into. Wake up. Stop making it about the pain. And she looked at me and she said, Miha, when I get better, Maybe you and I could go to this shower together. Desire. It's wild. And you are irresistibly loved by a God who so loved you that because he loved, he created. And because he loved, he sent his son to rescue, redeem, save, restore, and transform. He brings revelation. God, we give you our desires. You're worthy. Teach us. Heal us. Set us free. Amen. All my words fall short. I got nothing new. How could I express all my gratitude? I could sing these songs as I often do, but every song must end, and you never do. So I throw up my hands. 
roads fit for a king Except for a heart singing hallelujah